Welcome to Pods Like Us. I'm Martin Quibell, known to my friends as Marv, and this time I'm speaking with Chris from Walking Tall. Hey, Chris, hope you're doing okay. Yeah, Marv, I'm doing uh, well. Thank you for having me. I'm, I'm excited to speak with you today. Me too. So, what what is the history of the show? I mean, that's, that's a stupid question because I, I, I mean, I know, I know the answer to this, but um, <laughs> you know, we have to we have to do these things, don't we? So, so yeah, what's the history with the show? Yeah, sure. Well, thank you first off for for knowing the history of the show yourself, and it's quite all right. I'm sure many folks haven't yet heard of us, but um, the history is such that uh, I myself am a mass shooting survivor. Uh, this past Fourth of July in 2022, I guess I can't say past uh, two Fourth of Julys ago now, uh, considering what today is. But um, in 2022, I was a part of a mass shooting. I was the co-chair of the Highland Park, Illinois Independence Day Parade. And a killer opened fire and and sadly took seven lives and physically wounded over 40 people. And as I say, mentally harmed, uh, you know, countless amounts of people. Um, And as I said, July 4, 2022, that occurred. Um, But in July 7th, on July 7th, 2022, I got a text message from a gentleman by the name of Todd Blylevin. Um, Now, I understood who Todd was or his dad was because um, for those that don't know, Bert Blylevin is Todd's father, and he's in the Major League Baseball Hall of Fame. Yep. And I have a long history of uh, baseball as well. But what I didn't know is that Todd and I had a mutual friend, and um, our mutual friend asked Todd to reach out to me only because Todd himself was in a mass shooting. And sadly, Todd was in the uh, worst uh, mass shooting on United States record on October 1st, 2017 uh, in Las Vegas. And so Todd reached out to me as a resource, as a, as a friend, and as somebody who's experienced what I experienced to a degree. And um, for about 10 months, we've been best friends. And uh, this past January, he and I decided enough was enough, and we wanted to create uh, something good in the world based on our experiences. Uh, and so from there, we also teamed with an amazing doctor, uh, Dr. Vanetta LaRosa. Uh, she's out of New York, and she's done some amazing work herself in the mental health field. And she frankly understands the brain better than uh, I would put pit her against anybody. So it's the three of us on our podcast and um, you know, we're spreading goodness in the world and we're sharing stories similar to ours and helping people understand they're not alone in their mental health hurdles. And uh, no matter their traumatic experience or mental health issue themselves, uh, there's a community out there for them. And uh, we're making ourselves extremely vulnerable because uh, you know, we believe vulnerability is pure strength. And if more people were vulnerable in the world and experienced uh, experiences and shared experiences like Todd and I are, and many of our guests, uh, the world would be a kinder place. And so that's that's really who we are and, and how we came to be uh, in a nutshell. Well, yeah, I mean, agreed. You know, I can see, you know, if um, so, I'll I'll just say to people listening for, you know, and hearing about this for the first time that um, if you listen to the first three episodes of the show, uh, you get the stories behind in full detail 
the the all you know the the harrowing uh, experience that that Todd and Chris went through. So you get Todd in one episode dis- meant talking about his own experience and and the incredible bravery as well in that. Uh, and then there's an episode as well with yourself where you're going into detail of, of your experience as well. And I might add incredible bravery there as well. And then the third episode is, is the doctor talking about her own experience, um, helping people in these situations. And I think, I think a really interesting thing, thing with that one with the doctor is when she's, she's talking about it, but there's, it's, like she she mentioned she talks about how she sort of deals with um you know these awful experiences that these people have had that they bring to her and how she you know works herself around that inside herself and how she helps those people in in a way to to come to terms with these experiences and work out where they can go from there like she has done with yourself and with with Todd in the show as well. Yeah, no. It, it, first off, uh, Marv, you are uh, one million percent correct uh, as far as I'm concerned, and as far as anybody who knows Todd Blylevin's story, he is absolutely a hero. Yeah. And um, there are many people um, who have not yet heard the story of his heroism that night in Las Vegas, and I encourage. Uh, anybody, if you're going to listen to one show of ours and never listen to us again, um, I would be completely okay with that because I'm convinced that if you heard Todd Blylevin's story, you're going to walk away from it a better person. And our goal has always been to help one person. And so please uh, check out Todd's uh, story. He's an incredible man and um, he just did quite an amazing feat. And as it relates to Dr. LaRosa, yes, um, if you crack open uh, Webster's Dictionary or uh, the Encyclopedia, if those still exist, I guess I'd have to say go to Wikipedia or Google and you uh, looked up the definition of empath, um, Dr. Vanetta LaRosa's picture would, would be the first uh, image I would, I would recommend clicking on. Um, she herself is just an amazing person, um, highly educated and accomplished, um, but so relatable and has an ability to uh, bring home the point in a, in a manner that, um, you know, somebody uh, like myself who is uh, uneducated in that, uh, in that field and, and to that degree as a doctor uh, on many levels, uh, I could understand. And it makes me uh, comfortable in, in understanding what I'm going through and hopefully a listener can, can relate as well. But I'm just so blessed to be around those two um, people and our team is just fantastic, both uh, throughout our podcast as we present, you know, our ourselves publicly, but also behind the scenes. It's just been such a, a pleasure to get to work with them. And, um, you know, our podcast is not the only thing we're doing. We have a lot of big plans uh, ahead of us. Yeah, we'll we'll go into those later. So, um so from that initial start where there's the three three um uh, episodes where you're introducing your your own background essentially each of the three of you you then you've got guests and you've got topics that you discuss in the show so how do you first of all find these guests then how do you approach the uh, the getting them onto the show 
And then what sort of research do you do leading up to that? Sure. Yeah, it's a great question. Um, you know, first off, I think that we, meaning each of us listening to, to this conversation, you and I having, Marv, have people in our lives that have experienced some of some of the more unimaginable things in life. And um, because of the stigmas in society or because of people's personal hangups, they don't express or they don't disclose what they went through. But what I will tell you is that through Todd and mine's experiences is when we open up to others and explain to them our experience of being in a mass shooting and what that's done to us mentally and having PTSD and whatnot, we hear some of the more miraculous stories that people have overcome and encountered. Um, so some of our personal relationships, uh, our very first guest was, Todd, was Todd's best man in his wedding. Uh, he's a 29 year old, uh, 29 year veteran of a, of a police force in California. And he was the longest member of his peer support group, helping countless officers, um, you know, navigate their trauma while on the job. Uh, but then I've also been very active uh, on, on social media platforms. And I found LinkedIn, frankly, to be a really great avenue for me to, to find like-minded people who value mental health, but have also experienced uh, or have overcome some of life's challenges. And uh, a great example of that uh, is Chris Brown, uh, who was a Marine veteran, who was a combat uh, a survivor, if you will, and is now a therapist in the uh, Pacific Northwest in Seattle and doing amazing things. And he's somebody that I've met on LinkedIn. Um, and then Dr. LaRosa, of course, in, in her experience of uh, being a doctor as long as she has and starting her own clinic and then selling, uh, selling it, excuse me, uh, has just come across some amazing individual, individuals herself. And we just recently had uh, Miss Jill Winter on. And Jill uh, and Vanetta, Dr. LaRosa, worked together at Helping Hands. And uh, she herself overcame uh, a very, very, very traumatic pregnancy and birth and tells the story of her perseverance and wanting and desiring to become a mother. And it's so touching. Um, and you don't think of people having experiences like this. Um, and so uh, we're open to any and all stories as, as the cliche goes, tragedy to triumph. Um, and it's just been an absolute pleasure uh, to get to know many of the guests that we've already had on and, and uh, a few of the, the, the some we have planned in the future. Well, as I've said to you before, when we've spoken uh, outside of the show before, um, there's something incredible about it all where it's like when you are, I said to you, when when you when you did yours, it was like almost like not a relief as such, but it's like getting that story out there and sharing it with others is almost like taking a little bit of weight from yourself, essentially, and I like to think that when you're doing that with these people, these guests that you have, you're sharing each other's um, experiences. That's true. But you're also sharing each other's sort of emotions at the same time. And you're, sort of, you're almost making it easier for each other in, in a sense. Yeah, no, that's a fantastic uh, perspective. And I'm glad you picked up on that because um, the one thing I want to say and this is a little dirty secret, if I may let anyone listening in on, um, you know, whether it's Dr. LaRosa, Todd, or myself, we frankly uh, will admit that doing what we do at this point is also therapeutic for us. 
yeah. and uh, disclosing our experiences and having conversations about our own mental issues and our experiences in overcoming them to whatever degree any of us have, um, as you said, is that weight off your shoulders that everybody could really use if they made themselves vulnerable. And so we hope um, through conversation uh, with guests, as well as you, you know, you've mentioned earlier, uh, sharing our story, yeah. uh, that we can encourage others to do that. Um, and then I can also say to your point, uh, you know, in understanding what guests have going uh, have gone through, you hit the nail on the head. Uh, what we're finding out and what we're learning about others, no matter where they've been, uh, no matter what they've experienced, um, we've all, to a degree, have some sort of trauma. Um, and I liken it to a bad dream. You know, if I say to you, Marv, hey, tell me the worst nightmare you've ever had. And, and you could probably pull that out of your memory, even though it was never real. And it still makes you feel a certain way. Now, amplify that by something someone's experienced. It doesn't matter if it's a car crash that somebody experienced and overcame or uh, seeing somebody robbed or going through a mass shooting like myself and Todd or being sexually assaulted. The list goes on and on of traumatic experiences. Uh, we have a beautiful woman named Natalie Douglas on show, and uh, she talks about having ovarian cancer and uh, the trauma that uh, you know it, it causes. And so through our guests and our conversation, um, we're understanding that trauma is trauma to a degree and that we all could understand where each other are coming from. And that it just takes a few vulnerable people to to start a movement and share their stories. And we feel and believe that if we all banded together as a society and as a world, uh, we really can help solve these mental health issues and 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 hopefully uh, long term help reduce suicide rates uh, amongst the world and and things of that sort. So, uh, you know, we have a really big initiative ahead of ourselves. Uh, I always say and, and joke, we want to become the world's largest peer support group. Yeah. And, um, you know, without making a mockery of it to a degree, it's actually working. And here's how I know. Uh, first off, I'm having this conversation with you. Yeah. I'm in the Chicagoland area in the States and, and you're overseas and, you know, in the UK. Right. Uh, yep. I've also um, had a great conversation uh, with a gentleman um, from Austria and Harold has started uh, what's called a chance for happiness long time ago uh, because he's had three family members commit suicide and he's oh. working towards suicide prevention. And he's also, um, you know, he's hosting a mental health conference in London, believe it or not, uh, in October. Yep. And uh, I was recently on his uh, live audio stream and uh, he surprised me and has started a GoFundMe campaign to bring me to London to speak and, and meet him and, and meet some of the other colleagues that that he's been a part of. Because, uh, you know, also, Mark, he's there right now for the Baton of Hope. Wow. And um, and uh, so he's just a miraculous man. And so, uh, yeah, we have great initiatives. We want to we want to take this peer support group thing worldwide. And, um, you know, funny enough, it's uh, it seems to be working. Yep. I mean, you know, I, I didn't do this during our last chat, but I'm going to do this now. So, um, I mean, you, you um, I'm going back to the bit where you said about nightmares, and that, that's an interesting one that interesting that you point that you said about nightmares because, so, for a lot of people that have been through a traumatic experience, uh, that's that's the most awful thing because then 
I can't believe I'm being honest here and can bring myself out here. So you find that when you've been through experiences like that, a lot of the time you'll have nightmares and reminders of the experience. So from my own, when I was younger, I was abused as a child. Uh, so I had a lot through the years, uh, nightmares that were based upon that. I mean, the weird thing is that not all the nightmares are 100% exactly as these things happened. There's, it's just the way that your mind works. But you find that the more that, so when you disc, when you free these things up, essentially, and you discuss these things, and you, you come to a point where you're basically just saying to each other, this situation does not make me who I am. I am this person. And the more that you get used to that and you uh, don't forget these things, but the more that you almost compartmentalize them and sort of say, that's not me, that's not who I am, the less of a thing that becomes in a sense. Yeah. Well, first off, Marv, uh, I'm really sorry to hear that you uh, experienced what you did as a child. And um, I want to let you know, you certainly didn't deserve it. Uh, because uh, no child deserves to be abused in any form or fashion, and certainly yourself being that. Um, so uh, that breaks my heart. But I want to also say thank you for sharing. Um, and it doesn't surprise me that, you know, throughout this conversation, you've felt comfortable uh, exposing yourself to a degree. Yeah. And my hope is that, uh, you know, somebody who's listening today who has that little secret that's hurting them more than anybody else uh, because you can't change the past uh, as you were disclosing about the dreams, which I'll get into a second. Yep. Um, but my hope is that by you sharing Marv, that somebody finds a, a strength in themselves to share something that they want to share that they need to get off their chest and, and then, and then feel lighter uh, as you said earlier as well. So thank you for doing that. Um, you know, it doesn't, uh, it doesn't make what you experienced any better, um, but I hope knowing that you're going to help at least one person by just sharing what you did, uh, you know, makes it easier. Um, so thank you. That's okay. And and uh, you're exactly right. You know, um, when you experience something traumatic, it never really goes away. It's it's ingrained in your DNA. It's uh, to a sense a part of you. I think you have to shake hands with it. Uh, and come to terms with with what you went through and how it's going to impact you. And and frankly, I'm not an expert on that. You yeah. know, um, I'm still going through my emotions and my come to to the realization of what this experience, you know, just a year ago has done to me. Um, and it's unfortunate, you know, um, but I'm working hard as I can uh, on a daily basis through therapy and exercise and diet and rest and all these physical things that I can control um, while also taking the advice of my doctor and, and, and psychiatrist and, uh, you know, considering medication and things of that sort. So uh, you're exactly right. It's, it's going to be a part of you, um, but it doesn't define you. And, uh, you know, I'm working as hard as I can on it not defining me, even though, you know, walking tall is built around our experience. Um, you know, if anybody were to follow me on LinkedIn or follow me on Twitter, um, you know, where I kind of met you, frankly, yep. um, you know, you'll see I'm kind of a quirky dude. I, I, I love professional wrestling. I like wearing my Michael Jordan shoes. I have uh, an unhealthy relationship with Pearl Jam. 
Uh, the list goes on and on of how I define myself and I have characteristics. I'm a father, you know, the list goes on and on. And so um, while that experience impacted me and it's a part of me every day and I have to manage it. And like I said, shake hands with it. Um, I'm no expert in doing that, but what you said is uh, very poignant and, uh, you know, very well said. So, so thanks for, for bringing that to the attention of uh, myself and anybody listening as well. That's okay. What you're doing with the, with the show though, and with all the, the other things that you're doing outside of the show as well, the good, the good thing is that you're using that experience or you're all using your own individual experiences from different angles, but for a, a positive in a sense you're you're using it to bring bring light and and help other people that have been through situations and as well and been through traumas of their own you're you're basically using that well to a degree using that trauma and you're trying to help people that have gone through similar situations yeah that's exactly the point um you know, and as I kind of mentioned earlier, the dirty little secret of our team is that by doing what we're doing uh, to a degree of saving us. And I don't mean it as dramatic as, um, you know, as as some may take uh, matters into their own hands and whatnot and in in dying by suicide, if you will. Um, I don't mean it to that degree. Um, but, you know, meeting with like-minded people, expressing how you're really feeling on a daily basis. Yeah, that's exactly, you know, what we're learning with Walking Tall is, um, you know, through the storytelling and tip sharing and experience providing, uh, you know, we're healing ourselves and uh, hopefully we're helping, you know, just one or two people in the process. And and as of late, uh, you know, some of the feedback we've been getting has just been so amazing. and. Uh, uh, you know, better as a group. Um, so, so here we are. Yeah. So how do you then record the show and then edit it together? Yeah. You know, aside from um, three people being vulnerable and having an, enough empathy to power America, uh, we have some pretty, you know, amazing skills as people, you know, talk about not being defined by your experiences. Uh, you know, as we kind of uh, highlighted earlier, Dr. LaRosa is just extremely educated and so passionate about helping people medically, scientifically, et cetera. And um, so she kind of keeps the show together in terms of how, our, how you know, what we're feeling and, and bringing everything in from a medical perspective and uh, making it relatable so that one knows, hey, I, uh, you know, I'm not necessarily abnormal for feeling or experiencing what I'm experiencing due to my trauma or my experience or what I'm hearing. And so she really is the quote unquote expert. Um, and Todd uh, is the technology expert. We're so fortunate. Um, he is hands down the most incredible, impressive person as it relates to computer skills. Uh, he's built our entire website. He edits all of our podcasts, which we film on Zoom. And, um, you know, he does all the editing uh, of our shows. He loads them up on Buzzsprout. The list goes on and on what that man is able to do from a technology perspective. And it's just so impressive. And frankly, it's really allowed for us uh, to get our show and our message and our intention spread further faster uh, because of his incredible talent. Uh, and then, you know, I am just kind of the guy spreading the word. 
and uh, meeting folks like yourself in hopes of, uh, you know, getting our message out there and, and informing people of who we are and hoping getting them to join us in this movement and, um, you know, also doing some networking and, and uh, you know, trying to do some good in the world from a charitable perspective. But also, since my experience, uh, what I could also say is that, you know, what's what's been found in myself that maybe I've always had but have never been able to use for whatever reason is I find myself now to be extremely creative. And uh, so a lot of the uh, things you see from a social media perspective, while we have some great people helping us there, uh, and certainly a lot of the videos and all those things um, they're helping us with, but from a creativity perspective, the show uh, topics and all these things, I'm really, uh, you know, trying my best to help lead to take some you know, some of the responsibility off everybody's plate. And and so there you have it. And we just have an incredible team uh, of three just, you know, really working as diligent behind the scenes to put out something that we think can help people. Okay, I'm going to use an analogy now. So that that me that is then so there are three of you. So if you're making a bacon, lettuce and tomato sandwich or tomato, as they say in America, you yeah, need the right you need the, you need the right tomato. You, you need the right balance of each of those three and each of you three have a good balance that makes the show work perfectly. Yeah. Uh, you know, perfectly is certainly subjective. Um, you know, I hope that uh, anybody who listens to, you know, us once a week or however they kind of take in our, our show, um, you know, feels the same. But if not perfect, I hope they find their time spent beneficial because, you know, that's really what we're doing this for, uh, not for money, not for notoriety, not for anything but uh, to share stories and hope that one less person will, uh, you know, commit suicide or one less person will, uh, you know, think differently about medication if they really need it or one one more person will will reach out to a therapist because they now recognize in themselves they really are depressed and, uh, you know, really want to just kind of talk and see what what options they have, or even if to find out they are depressed, um, all these types of things that are really ailing the world and, and people in general. And so if we could be a small part of a solution in, in helping people overall, uh, you know, then we find our time spent for good. So the the logo and the music for the show then how did they come about i mean the logo is to, I've, I've said before perfect where you or, or great <laughs> where you've got the three people that are standing over the person that's lying there and it's like it, it is almost like a representation of the three of you helping people or helping somebody out on each episode or it's it's the it's the visual representation of when you're going through something it's much stronger when you share that and other people are there for you. It's the other people that make these situations easier. Yeah, no, it's great recognition. You know, when we started uh, going back and forth about what we wanted to represent us as a unit, you know, we thought long and hard about, well, what is our real goal here? And our goal is to help people. And so, uh, as you said, you know, there are three of us, two men and a woman, and, uh, you know, however that person is perceived, um, you know, laying, laying down or sitting down, if you will, we want to help that person up and walk tall, if you will. And so uh, really had uh, a few different iterations. We worked with an amazing graphic designer and uh, had a quick conversation. He knew who we were, what our, our goals were, and 
uh, we knocked we knocked that out in short order. And uh, it's really it's really stuck and hit home. And, um, you know, folks are now really starting in various circles to kind of gravitate towards, you know, towards that that logo and that representation of what we're about. And uh, it's been really, really, really inspiring to see. And uh, as for the music, you know, we like I said, we're not really doing this for money. And, and in fact, uh, to date, it's costing us uh, the three of us out of pocket, which is not a complaint. It's not a plea for money. It's just reality. And so, uh, you know, we haven't been able to pay anybody <laughs> uh, for theme music, if you will, or songs or intro or outro or editing music. So Todd, again, being the tech expert he is. Uh, I think he just researched some copyright free music and uh, said, how does this sound? And we're like, yeah, thumbs up. Let's roll with it. Let's not waste any more time. Yeah. And, um, you know, not to say that we maybe in the long term, uh, you know, won't want to change it. And and maybe uh, maybe people who have been loyal listeners would, would not like the change at this point. But uh, that's really how we came to be. And, uh, you know, we're really bare bones and uh, really the DIY uh, style of podcasting if that's even a thing yeah that, that is a thing that is a thing <laughs> so um how would you suggest to people then what tips would you give to people for ways to be able to walk tall and to be able to get past these these traumas and these things that happen to them yeah i think first off is you know coming to terms with how you're feeling and what you experienced i think you know we all swallow things and uh, I myself for nine or 10 months swallowed really what I was feeling internally after my experience. And uh, without, again, being too dramatic, it did some damage to me. And, yeah. uh, you know, that really is uh, some of the stigmas placed in society re regarding mental health. And as you start to drill it down even further, men and whatnot. And so, um, you know, we I really want to encourage people to be vulnerable with themselves, first and foremost. It's okay. Uh, if you yep. experience something traumatic, uh, recognize that within yourself. And then if you feel the courage, and I would encourage anybody to, to speak to somebody else about that. And if you don't know how to manage it, uh, you know, from there, get some tips or get some guidance from somebody who who has. And that's really, again, what we want to do with Walking Tall is, is help be a resource to a degree without being therapeutic or medical in nature, because we don't want that risk, of course. Um but uh, we want to be a resource. And so reach out to resources, um, you know, so that's internally and personally. Right. But in extrinsically, uh, you know, we all have people in our lives that we know uh, have have experienced something uh, that's been impactful. It doesn't even have to be traumatic to the degree we all think trauma, you know, based on today's uh, terminology of the word. Um, but, you know, people go through things. Uh, hey, you know, if, if your best friend's grandmother died, regardless of she was 95 and had an amazing life and what have you, you know, make sure that person's OK. Check in on them because we all experience things in life that are hurtful and that no matter the circumstance have an impact to each of us that, uh, you know, is sad or or, da or or damaging or depressing or whatever. Um, and so check in on your friends and um you know, I think those two little things, uh, you know, just that are free, you know, that it could be beneficial in, in the world. And uh, you start to, to spread that. And there, there you have a movement. And um, there's many other ways that we could encourage people to join us. Um, you know, but again, our mission is, is to help others. And uh, if people want to help us along the way, we'd be honored. I think that is a perfect place to go into the subject of 
So there is there is there are things that you are starting to put into place that are more than just the podcast. There's so much more there. So what do you want people to know about about other you know things that you're working on between the three of you for the movement? Yeah. Well, first and foremost, uh, you know, well, again, not to make this about money, you know, we want the world to know that we do put our money where our mouth is and uh, we want to be a part of amazing events. Any event that we feel like is doing good in the world that uh, is relatable to our mission and and who we want to uh, surround ourselves with, we'll consider. And so uh, this upcoming weekend, uh, we've been honored to partner with uh, as I said earlier, I'm a, I'm, you know, I'm quirky and I got my passions. Professional wrestling is one of them. And uh, it's been so, so cool. Um, for those that don't know, Billy Corgan, the lead singer of the Smashing Pumpkins, is also a Highland Park resident. Yeah. And uh, he went through the uh, experience of the shooting uh, in his own way and uh, has some amazing, amazing, amazing artists uh, surrounding him. And he's bringing his wrestling uh, organization, the, the NWA the oldest wrestling organization in America to Highland park. And uh, we've been able to sponsor that event. And uh, we're also selling merchandise uh, through uh, in partnership with the NWA and hundred percent of the proceeds from our merchandise uh, will benefit Cooper Roberts, who's the youngest victim uh, of the mass shooting last summer in Highland park and uh, is wheelchair bound for the rest of his life due to that event. And so we're trying to help him. So we're working to sponsor events uh, and really work to get our word out there uh additionally um we're working towards building uh a message that we could bring to people so uh you know we recognize that podcasting and and social media is an avenue to communicate right we're we're fully aware that there are many other ways to spread a movement and uh you know todd and myself first and foremost and dr la rosa uh in short order are making ourselves available to people to come speak to their organizations and uh spread our movement and uh, tell our story uh, uh, in our own words and hopefully inspire one person. And so that's another opportunity. But, uh, you know, we find helping people is, uh, you know, our, our mission. And so we're also working on other ways to, to help others. And, uh, you know, a charity is certainly that. And um, so we're working as fast as we can to build the Walking Tall 501c3 and help fund uh, some peer support groups and get some uh, initiatives spread tangibly uh, to really get boots on the ground and, and help others. So, uh, you know, and the list goes on, um, but those are probably the few things right now that I would highlight and encourage people to check in on and uh, hopefully become a part of if they so wish. Okay. So what's what episodes uh, of your show stand out to you particularly as I mean, I, I said this when we recorded that tried to record before, and it's almost like picking, you know, your favorite child and you can't really do that. But is there anything that really jumps out at you as being an important episode or one that really hit you? Yeah. Well, as I said earlier, if you're going to listen to one of our shows, uh, you have to hear the story of Todd Blyleven. And so, um, you know, that first and foremost is is exactly what Walking Tall is all about. And so, uh, please check out his story if you would. Um, but as you said, Marv, it's hard. Like to pick to pick your favorite guest um, is like picking your favorite child. You know, as you noted, and um, you know, I just want to highlight really a few people really quickly. Uh, Chris Brown is an amazing uh, Marine veteran. Got in a firefight. I think I mentioned him earlier. 
Yeah. Uh, he's a hero in many regards, um, representing our country here in the United States, but also now serving veterans in a different way. Uh, and he has a miraculous story of charity and whatnot. Um, also, Mr. Ian Hill, uh, an amazing humanitarian, has done great work in North America and both Canada here in the United States. Um, sadly, became suicidal, stopped his mission, and is now striving and, and working to become the young or the oldest uh, man to play Division One college football. It's a miraculous story. Um, I'd be remiss if I didn't mention Augie Semrad. Uh, her charity, The Balance Project, has worked hand in hand with us and uh, sponsored us uh, to help uh, a, a little bit here with uh, with some of our costs. But um, she tells the tale of her family immigrating from Mexico, and and some folks may not understand the trauma that immigration brings to people. And uh, lastly, uh, you know, Miss Natalie Douglas, uh, you know, just just tells an amazing story of having ovarian cancer, uh, flatlining on the operating table. The list goes on and on. Um, she uh, is just so inspirational and is just a beautiful, beautiful, beautiful person. Um, so the list goes on. Oh, I OK. And so last one I'll highlight and then we can move on because um, otherwise I'll just sit here all day. Um, but Mr. Amir Fakari, Amir is a, a young man. He was 15, suffered a TBI, traumatic brain injury on the football field, uh, nearly died, was in a coma for a month, uh, then overcame depression, but sadly had suicide attempts wow. and now recently graduated college and is going on to physical therapy school to become a physical therapist. It's a miraculous story. So um, the list goes on, um, but please, please, please uh, start with Todd's story if you're going to start anywhere. Yep. And if you want a story that also brings emotion as well, uh, I I loved um, I loved it when when yourself, Chris, when you when you mentioned your own story, it it had such emotion to it because it was like you were getting it out of yourself for the first time, and you could feel that almost like you were work, still working it out within your brain and you were still coming out with bits and then and then you'd be like, which is how it is, that for, for a while you'll come out with things and then there's certain bits where you go, oh, I forgot to mention this as well from, from there and this, that and the other. And it was just the naturalness. And then the the longer that, that you were talking about it and telling your story, you could actually sense almost like, is relief the right word or not? I don't know. But almost like the freedom within yourself that it built and built, that freedom built, and you could feel it almost like it was like a breath of fresh air just came out of you at the end of it all. It was like, oh, God, I've got that story out at last. Yeah. You know, it's funny you say that. Um, and thank you for listening to my story as well. Um, my therapist also listened to my story and uh, kind of read me the riot act, if you will, because she had said, you know, you don't know how early in my journey or experience what damage telling your story to the degree I did could do. Yeah. And uh, you were exactly right. Uh, it was my first really uh, go around of trying to recall my experience uh, front to back, A to Z, if you will. I know you and I both like records, so I'll, yeah. I'll kind of use a term there. Um, you know, but, uh, but all in all, after I got through it, certainly was jumbled and whatnot. Um, as you said, you know, recalling certain aspects that I didn't, uh, you know, maybe recollect or what have you, but, uh, there was a sense of relief. Um, 
And now as I work with my therapist, you know, to recall various other events of that day and how I'm certainly coming to terms with them, uh, you know, I'm working to just, uh, you know, be better and carry myself in a manner that if somebody does ask me about my experience, I don't necessarily give off that huge sense of relief because I've come to terms with it a little bit more healthy, if you will. Yeah. So what advice would you give to people if they wanted to do their own podcast? Well, first off, you can't have a fear of failure, right? I will tell anybody listening to this uh, conversation and podcast with Marv and I that uh, Todd uh, being a technical expert and Dr. LaRosa being uh, more educated uh, than many and myself just being a, a, a person, uh, we, we never took any course on how to podcast or what we were going to do. We just took a leap of faith. And frankly, we still are learning as we go. So uh, you know, not being afraid to fail. Um, you know, we fail every show to a degree, basically. Um, hopefully nobody finds out how or why. Um, but but really uh, put yourself out there and, and just go with it because you never know where it could take you and, and what journey it can lead you on. Uh, you know, second, um, te- from a technical perspective, you know, I'm learning the value of audio quality. And because we do have a YouTube channel, you know, the impact of video. And, and if that's not great, you know, will people watch and what have you? So, you know, as time progresses and as, as you feel fit, if you haven't already, you know, take a consideration and, and maybe invest in some higher end equipment that makes your story easier to listen to. Whatever story you're listening, uh, whatever story you're sharing, great podcasts about sports, great podcasts about gambling, great podcasts about crime, great podcasts about mental health. Um, so whatever story you're sharing or whatever, uh, you know, message you're trying to deliver, uh, you know, it will be more tolerable if it's an easier watch or listen. Uh, And then lastly, you know, I think most importantly, no matter what it is you're doing, um, you know, I'm learning as I go and, and maybe people who've known me for quite some time would say I've always been this way, but maybe not, you know, you have to be authentic. And, uh, you know, as I'm new to the podcasting world, like, listen, I will tell you, Marv, like, uh, you know, I'm a music guy, so I listen to music. I never considered the value of podcasting and, and hearing other stories or shows until I started creating my own, right? So I was naive um, to, uh, you know, the impact of, of something like that. And I will say that I've heard some shows that, you know, while they're very well done from a quality perspective, and you could certainly tell the host or the guests are taking a leaf of faith, uh, you could just tell there's something that's unauthentic, or there's something that's contrived, or there's something that's just not resonating um with me as a listener because i just can't put my thumb on it you know and yeah. um what i will tell anybody just like yourself right you be your you you become you know you portray your authentic self you'll feel more comfortable doing what you're doing on a podcast or whatever whatever medium you're you're presenting yourself on and you may not get the community response or the community feedback or notoriety that you're looking for but you will find a community for you. And um, we're finding that ourselves. You know, obviously we're mental health focused, um, but we're finding great, great, great friendships and and resources in yourself and others in the podcasting community. Never once did we consider the the great gains that could be made on both ends of a relationship from a podcasting community. And we're, we're venturing into others as well. Like I said, wrestling for, for gosh sakes. So 
Um, you know, those are a few few suggestions I would give. And by no means are, are we or I an expert. We're learning as we go. And, and you know, your your show itself is helping us in a sense also. So thank you. Yep. Um, I was going to say, I've just thought that before the weekend, uh, you could give, if you noticed I'm friends on, on Twitter with, uh, from comicbook.com, uh, Matt Aguilar and Connor Casey, they both do the comic book nation or the comicbook.com. Um, they, they do all the, the entertainment about the, uh, the wrestling. They're the ones who do most of the stuff about wrestling on there. Oh, so fantastic. I'm not, I'm not sure if you'd want to give them a check, give them a call, you know, contact them and see if they want to push this event that's going on on Saturday, if you want. Yeah, no, that's, that's exactly um, the great uh, thing about making yourself vulnerable. Um, and, and what I'm finding in the value of networking, uh, you know, look at, look at what just happened there, Marv, you have a great connection of some, what sounds like fantastic people doing some really cool work and, in the comic book space and the professional wrestling arena. And uh, I would have never, never been able to gain access to them uh, if you and I didn't develop this friendship. And, uh, you know, I'm certainly wanting and willing to introduce others to others, you know, yourself included. So uh, that's what this is all about. And uh, as you go along the way and you meet new people and you share your story and, and you start to make yourself a little more vulnerable, you realize that there's a lot more connectivity in the world and uh, as I once met um, somebody very successful in life, um, you know, both, uh, you know, certainly financially, um, but what I will say his greater success is, is in his spirituality and he promotes oneness. And yep. uh, no matter your background, no matter your interests, no matter your experiences, if we all took the perspective that we're just one and uh, we're one humankind and no matter our religion, our sexuality, our political affiliation, uh, our favorite baseball team, right? Yeah. Uh, we're just one humankind. And, and that's really, uh, you know, who we're trying to uh, be as a unit in walking tall. Speaking of baseball team, I've got uh, the Oreos versus uh, the Yankees later. That's on later. Um... Yeah. Well, listen, and that's the other thing too, real quick about our show. Uh, yeah. As I mentioned, you know, Todd and I have a great experience in the, in the beautiful game of baseball. Uh, yep. Todd's dad's in the Baseball Hall of Fame. Todd played professionally up to AAA. I coached college baseball for 10 years at the Division I level, the highest amateur collegiate level in, in America at some very large institutions. So, you know, we we drop bits and pieces of baseball chatter in there. So, hey, if uh, if baseball's your thing, maybe you'll catch something that interests uh, interests you as well. I'm sure that I will. I'm sure. Yeah. So you you mentioned about you uh, you now coming into the the podcasting world and discovering all these shows. So what sort of shows that you listen to are you know jump out at you and really grab your attention? Yeah, well, you know there are several mental health podcasts. Um, you know that I've really uh, listened to, gravitated towards. Um, you know, for my own benefit, but also, you know, not to be competitive because I don't believe this community is competitive at all. Um, while there are certainly uh, various, you know, standards and rankings and what have you, uh, you know, I look at it as a community that's really willing to help each other. Um, you know, however, um, you know, back to uh, 
can you what what was the question again oh podcast i'm sorry mark what do you listen to um, yeah yeah, so you know i also gravitate towards vulnerability and i got to say the cancer dad podcast you know has really been uh just heart-wrenching and and as i followed that story and and listened to the vulnerability shared uh you know it's evident how strong that family is and and you know being a father myself as i mentioned earlier like that's just heartbreaking you know so from a mental health perspective i think you know, while again, you know, not all of us and hopefully myself included won't experience that traumatic of an experience and and, and that, um, you know, uh, unfortunate circumstance, it really hits home with me. And, uh, you know, then from there, baseball, again, being a passion of mine and one of my very good friends, Ryan Brownlee, he and I coached together at the University of Iowa. And he's now the assistant executive director of the American Baseball Coaches Association. And and he has a fantastic, fantastic baseball focused podcast where he brings on coaches and, and entrepreneurs in the game. And they share, uh, share, you know, drills and tips and technology. And that's, you know, really a fantastic, fantastic one. And, and then, you know, uh, locally here, there's a, a fun podcast, uh, you know, better call daddy, I think. And, um, you know, Rena, I think Friedman Watts is her name and, uh, and forgive me if I'm not saying it correctly, but she has a fun show. And, um, you know, really, uh, you know, just brings a smile to my to my face. And so uh, but the list goes on and on. I don't want to leave anybody out, but I'm really, really taking in as many shows as I can. And, and certainly the ones that we've been invited on soaring profits. And there's Zen Sandwich and there's, uh, you oh, know, yes. just several others uh, that we're, you know, going to be working on Zen Sandwich. We're going to be you know, I'm going to be a guest on shortly and. Soaring profits, I'll be on shortly. So we've been really, really fortunate that people have taken an interest in Walking Tall and due to that have invited us to come on their show. So um, for those that really listen to podcasting uh, like yourself and as I'm starting to, this won't be the last time you hear of me or the Walking Tall movement. And uh, I certainly hope that's okay. Yep. Zen Samage, by the way, uh, there is a fantastic interview with the, the guy behind that on Bucket List Careers, uh, which the who used to be uh, Crystal Lowry uh, presents Bucket List Careers. She used to be a TV news anchor. And so she had the, the person from Zen Samage on there. And that was a fascinating interview with him and about his own history and how he got the show started. Yeah, Mark is crazy, right? Like, and I mean, crazy in like just an inspirational way, um, you know, now living in Japan and doing all this uh, work with paper and, you know, the list goes on and the show is just so cool. And, and he provides such great perspective uh, about the simpler things in life and, uh, you know, encouraging people to be more Zen and uh, what's better for your mental health than being Zen, right? I know it's it's strange listening to him because it, it is like, it, well, it is basically that he had this life where he was so busy doing, trying, you know, the, the corporate life and doing this, this, this and this. And then he, he was saying that he had this sort of epiphany and mm-hmm. it was sort of like, you know, why am I doing this when I can sort of get the same feeling and still get, you know, something from it, from a life that isn't quite so busy, busy rat race and just relax more. Yeah, it's interesting. You know, I don't know. Um, and this, I'm just speaking from experience. You know, I mentioned Harold, uh, my friend from Austria, who does the beautiful mental health conference in London, uh, or what you just explained now of, you know, Mark over in Japan, right? Like, 
is that a European or Eastern world, you know, way of living? I think so. I think there's a lot to be said about, uh, again, I don't want to get into that debate or conversation, but there's a lot to be said about how we as, as Americans live our lives and uh, what that does to us from a mental health perspective, right? And so it's interesting, and I would, you know, at some point love to get your take on it as well, um, you know, just listening to you and, and knowing your story and even how you've valued or or not valued your you know your past employer um you know and and you like all you know and it certainly happened to me you come to terms what's really important in life and uh when you have a traumatic experience to any regard especially one like mine where uh others lives are on the line and and you know you really meet that moment of uh oh shit um you know excuse my french um you know, you walk away from that if you make it out from there uh, with a complete different perspective on life. And, uh, you know, Todd would say the same, and I could tell you firsthand, that's where I'm at in life as well. It's, it's the very definition of fight or flight right there. Yeah. yeah. So where can people find you and get hold of you then, Chris? Yeah. So we have, uh, you know, as I said, and uh, we have a fantastic website. It's www.walkingtallmovement.com. Uh, there right now we have an NWA page takeover while we're supporting the event for Cooper Roberts. But uh, you can also find a wealth of resources that we've coll- uh, collected to put there to help others from a mental health perspective. Uh, you can also uh, find direct links to our YouTube channel and scroll through our shows. It's miraculous what Todd's able to do. Uh, but you can also check out our social media links directly from that page as well. We have, you know, all of the the pertinent social media uh, platforms that I'm learning about myself. And uh, as I said earlier, also, we stream uh, audio on Buzzsprout. Just Google or search in any of these uh, platforms, social media as well, Walking Tall Movement. And uh, there you should recognize our, our, uh, our green logo that we discussed a little bit earlier and hopefully click on it and do a little bit more... Uh, you know, investigation to find out what we have to offer and uh, you take us in and, and hopefully give us a spin. Okay. All right. Thank you for speaking with me today, Chris. Yeah, Marv, it's been an honor. Uh, thank you so much for considering us and having me on and, uh, you know, rescheduling uh, after our last conversation didn't go uh, the way either of us hoped. It's You're a true professional man and I can't thank you enough. Not a problem at all. I, I want the I want it to come out the best quality so that people can be introduced to a show that's you know that needs to be listened to. Yeah, let that's that's back to us talking about the quality, right? And absolutely. Uh, but I'm going to ask you, Marv. We're going to end your show the way we end ours. Will you do that with me? Go on then. <laughs> well, you, if you listen to our show, which you have, yeah. you know that when we have a guest, uh, we end our show. We always allow our guest. To, to say two words that we encourage all of our members or listeners uh, to do on a daily basis. And, and of course, those are walk tall. So let's sign off your show with a walk tall. What do you think? Okay. All right. You got to lead us, Marv. Everybody walk tall. Walk tall, everybody. Thank you, Marv. You're, you're awesome. Take care. I feel bad now doing all my, my stuff now with the uh, telling people where to find me. Why? we need to sign off with the walk tall we'll do that in a, in a bit well we'll do that and then we'll do the walk tall again how about that okay okay whatever you want to do yeah okay you can find pods like us on instagram twitter facebook and tiktok and contact us through pods like us at gmail.com anyway everybody until next time
Walk tall. Walk tall, everybody. Thanks, Marv. Thank you very much, Chris. Thank you.